today we're doing dude soup let's start the show today it's dude soup let's start boom hey hey right into it welcome Adam. hey what's up i'm your guest this week james willems and i'm your who, other guest elise willems and who will be hosting these guests today i wonder is it adam kovic yes the man in the mirror some say i'm your host and we're talking about kick off, news. can i kick off this can i kick off this episode with just letting you know yeah. If you had to guess how old Russell Crowe was when he started smoking, how old did you guess? The, the fact that you asked me that question makes me think he's young, so 14. 14. That's pretty young to start smoking. Yeah, but in Australia or New Zealand or wherever he grew up, right? Okay, well, he was so- 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today on the show, like we're talking about Russell Crowe, and I think only Russell sm- Crowe. He said he smoked 60 cigarettes a day. For 36 years. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And to him, well, I, to him, falling off the wagon was when he didn't smoke sixty mm-hmm, cigarettes a day. We smoked mm-hmm. less. Yeah, forty-three oh. or something. Man. Yeah. Well, today we're. Well, I got a bunch of news we can talk about. That just you know we use as a, a soundboard, bounce board, some sort of board. I do want to tell you guys about my cat problem. If that's oh, yeah. okay, right. I do have yeah, a. Yeah. Um, this is a personal story near and dear to me. So uh, this Bengal cat has been coming around my house. Uh, for about a year now, Bengal cats are like these, I guess, purebreds or I guess inbred, however you want to say it. But cats that they have like leopard spots on them and they I think mm-hmm. they go for like four thousand dollars or something like that. They're these mm. very expensive cats. This cat's been coming around for for a while. No collar, very cuddly. He's not feral in any way, shape or form. He's just he's he wants to be pet. I give him some snacks every once in a while, but he, he just comes and goes about every few months. Mm-hmm. Uh but, but for the last couple of weeks, he's been coming almost like every day and he's been going to our backyard and he's just, he's been hanging out. And so Jess started getting like really concerned. Like I, she's like, I'm mm-hmm. really worried about this cat, but I, we got, I got kind of into like a couple's argument of like, well, it's not our cat. Like I can't, mm-hmm. I, I, we can't take it in. We already have cats. They're mm-hmm. territorial. You don't, you don't want to get into that whole thing. So, um, I want to ask you guys if, if I went too far, if I, I stepped beyond my boundaries. So I bought a okay. GPS tracker for the cat. Uh, I bought it on yes. Amazon and I'm going to put mark? it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put it on the cat. And so we can find out who the owner is so we can let them know that the cat doesn't have a collar. We also went around the neighborhood and put up signs with pictures of the cat <laughs> that we took, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in a fake I email or like might, a burner email, but oh, sorry, I go think ahead. you might be crossing the boundaries of the cat. Yeah. What if uh, the cat doesn't want to be found? That's kind of how I feel because our our experience with cats are they've been indoors uh, as long as we've had them, you know, ten plus years, and mm-hmm. you know, Je- I think Jess is like doesn't she's she has a hard time getting sort of like the the mindset of like well cats shouldn't be outside they should be indoors at all times it's like well no cats mm-hmm. like to go out and kill birds for no reason they kill like a billion birds a year they're monsters. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're horrific creatures. So mm-hmm. I think she, she has that sort of motherly concerned love. Whereas I'm like, I, this is someone mm-hmm. else's property. Uh, sure. most likely, but then also who would buy a $4,000 cat and just let it go outside? I wonder, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm in a, con- I'm in a quandary of a conundrum here. Well, unless I need they, your guys they help. came into the cat, you know, some, some people don't purchase cats and people come into cats. Uh, they don't. I mean, if you can get of... that cat, you could become Adam exotic. Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Every couple at some point in their relationship has a cat issue. Has a, has a cat okay. that creates strife in their relationship. We fortunately haven't experienced that yet. But I would like to think that if we did, mm-hmm. we would both be on the side of let's Drowning try to, cat. let's what's best interest for no. this cat. Yeah, best interest. I mean, for the cat. Did, have you considered maybe just putting like a collar on it with a note attached or something? I thought about it, but then you guys told me that story about your friends who did the same thing and they got mm-hmm. some sass. I don't want to get got sass. sass. Yeah. yeah. So for the listening and viewing audience, I had a friend that they were there, them and their roommates, they were feeding this cat, this scrawny cat, and they felt really bad for it and wanted to take it in. But they first wanted to check that it wasn't owned by anyone. So they put a collar on it and they got a tag for it. And then the cat came back with another collar and another tag on it. Like someone else trying to stake their claim on this cat. Mm-hmm. Weird. So they still feed the cat. And it yeah. still, I think, sleeps at their place at night. I'm, I'm reading some of the chat here and people are saying, it's simple. Take it to the vet. I don't want to pay for the vet. Vets are expensive. Mm-hmm. 
and there's nothing mm-hmm. i don't see anything wrong well, with god the cat. forbid they find something wrong with the cat right and then it's like what it's do you see now you are now you are the fate de- decider of the cat you know but here here this is also where my i guess my moral line wobbles but if the cat mm-hmm. had come to our house and it was bleeding or it was sick or like something was wrong with it and it was like it it's like basically like, help me help me i would drive it to the vet immediately the cat mm-hmm. seems fine he's very playful uh, I played with him a little while ago. This is another reason why I don't want to take him to the vet because uh, you guys ever try to put a cat in a cat carrier? Um, All it's the not, time. It's not fun. Number one, oh. it's not like you know you don't just throw a snack in there. Like they fight you on it. Uh, you have to buy like a nice carrier to like trap them. I've been scratched by this cat before. I can't clip its mm-hmm. claws. It's not mine. Uh, mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm in no rush to pick this cat up or try to touch him anywhere he doesn't want to be touched. So yeah. that that's sort of that's not really on the and on the, the table right now the cat doesn't look malnourished or like have like matted hair it just seems like a cat that the the owner doesn't care and then it wanders wherever it wants to go and it knows that if it goes to your backyard it might get some treats and it probably also smells your cats too so yeah. it like is more likely to investigate that part of the neighborhood i mean i think the gps it depends on how much the gps is and well, whether or not you could theoretically hide it in your partner's underwear or something like that. (laughs) Bottom line, (laughs) you're being a really great humanitarian here and Jess needs to stop being a total B. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, I I did it. I did like an angry purchase. So the the chip costs 80 bucks, the microchip thing. I know. But it could fit in the underwear you I just want to know if it would be noticed, like if it would be bulky and noticed or if it's the kind of thing where you could fall into someone, oops, pull their underwear back and drop it down. The, the kind back of thing where of you underwear. could sew a pocket into your partner's underwear. It's, it's pretty thick. Why would it's you need thick. to? There's already a, a natural organic pocket in the underwear itself. Interesting. No, it, it's like it's like half the size of a Tamagotchi. It's not... It's not a, it's way too big. And then also it doesn't work and it's being returned to Amazon right now as we speak because it, it doesn't charge. So oh. it's, Oh, it I didn't was, work. Yeah. So in, in the time in which I angry purchased this mm-hmm. chip, this, this freaking GPS thing for the cat, I made the suggestion suggest I said, well, why don't we just print out flyers and put them around the neighborhood? And then okay. that kind of calmed her. She was like, Oh no, that's a good idea. And then, I was like, hey, the GPS tracker doesn't work. She goes, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good about the the flyers. So let, maybe you don't need to worry about the chips. Like, cool, cool. Hopefully I can get my money back. Got my money back. So that's good. I Great. That, was, that was a utter waste of cash. Uh, piece of piece of garbage. I'll be rating it uh, one star. Actually, I don't do ratings on Amazon. I, I'm one you of those You saved people. me some time. So that's nice. <laughs> Where, it, wasn't, it wasn't entirely fruitless because mm-hmm. you it, did save me some time. So if you had it and you put it in Elisa's purse and... She didn't really just, but it just, it just a a circle. It's just a circle in your living room. (laughs) Like, yeah, but also, yeah, you also have to pay four bucks a month for the GPS tracking software. I don't. Satellites aren't free, Adam. You know, this, you know, satellites aren't free. How else are they going to go around the earth? Perpetual motion? No. Yes. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) microgravity. Anyway, that's, that's my cat story. I just wanted mm-hmm. to get that. Am I, am I a bad person for not like no stealing someone else's pet I, <laughs> and taking it I, into it my house? It seems pretty. I mean, it seems that's a suburban thing. Is sometimes animals wander up, and you're like, I don't know where this animal is from, or what it is doing, or what's going on. And I think if you're a child, you assume that the animal has chosen you, and you must take it in. But if you are you're an adult. You go, if this animal isn't hurt or in pain or seems like it needs help, it's safe to assume it doesn't need you at all. Most mm-hmm. animals don't. Oh, if I, Elise, was a cat in another light, a street cat, if you will, I'd be oh living large. I, I'd be living large. Your house, your house, your house. Getting fed at all of them. Every time I see a Sleep, stray fun, eating out of the trash, part of me goes, what a life. <laughs> to be so free. You know? To be so yeah. free. Well, I, I also, we live... You know, we, we we live in a as far as most people are concerned, a first world country. And like, I guess just seeing wild animals is so alien. But if you ever travel, I know when I was a kid, I went to Tijuana. I'm like, oh, there's a puppy. Mom's like, do not pet the puppy. Do not pet the puppy because it's covered in th- three layers of filth. Um, I, I will say, 
I do feel like outdoor cats was more common for me back home in Toronto because mm -hmm. I think LA is just a very unsafe city. Oh yeah, I mean it's not <laughs> yeah, LA is different for strays because they're probably not going to survive that long. Mm -hmm. Um but it doesn't seem sound like this is a stray cat. No. It sounds like this is a cat where the person yeah. doesn't care and they're like, cats do what cats do, except it's a burden for you, you know? <laughs> it, it's not so much a burden. I just, I, I, I don't know. We've named him Charlie Day. That That's all we've done. Well, now you've got an, an emotional attachment to this cat, mm -hmm. too. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he keeps coming back. So I, I feel somewhat, you know, inclined. Every time he comes out, I'll run outside and I'll, I'll pet him for a little bit. But then he just sort of, I think we're just a rest stop. I tried giving him water yesterday. He looked at it and just went about his day. Like, I think we're just a stop for snacks. He just wants us for yeah. our food. Mm -hmm. One of my yeah. friends, when I was in elementary school, she had this fat cat named Buster and that cat would go all over the neighborhood and get fed. It mm -hmm. got so overweight because everyone was just feeding it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm just one of many boyfriends, you know, and I just, I don't mm -hmm. know about any of the other relationships and that's, do I want to know? That sort of thing too. Maybe just enjoy the mystery, you know. Enjoy enjoy the 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 fun while I can, and mm -hmm. you know, don't question it. That's a mm -hmm. thought. So yeah, that's my cat story. Don't um, beat yourself up about it. I okay, think you, everything's yeah. fine. I mean, the only thing where you went wrong is you cared enough to try and buy that GPS. That's probably a step further than I would have thought. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm glad it's all been resolved. My lights went off. Uh oh. Uh. Oh yeah, oh, power. Yeah, uh, have, That's God's yeah, way of you, telling you that you should have adopted the cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, LA is going through our our national heat wave. I, everything's on a battery backup. Hopefully, everything's okay. But man, that's also been fun. That's been fun to deal with. I think also that the cat's hot. It's been stupid hot here. Not as hot I know as other places that have re been mm -hmm. reaching whatever one hundred thirteen degrees. Yeah, you know, Death Valley. And yeah. England had a major heat wave too, mm -hmm. but then the rains came. Wash it was away. lucky. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't know where to end on this this topic of the cat, but it will bring us to our next story where we're going to talk about Fortnite going up against everyone. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want some random stranger just looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. So did you know that your internet service provider, also known as an ISP, like Comcast or Verizon, knows every single website you visit? And what's worse is they can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity cannot be seen by anyone. We use ExpressVPN on all of our devices. It works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they do not have ExpressVPN. And the best part is using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, Clip one button and you are protected. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. So if you're like me and you believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash dude today. That is our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash dude, and you can get an extra three months free by going to expressvpn.com slash dude. Thank you, ExpressVPN. And we are back. Hey, guys, you read the news? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Democratic National Convention was, mm -hmm. date night one was last night, and so, yeah, I keep up with the news. Anything else going on in the world that, you know, most people may have heard of going on? Global pandemic. Mm-hmm, yeah, and the third biggest and arguably most important thing, Fortnite is no longer on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Apple is making a lot of enemies right now. Facebook, Microsoft, well, Fortnite. And Google did it yeah. though too. At Google, first I was like, uh, yeah. like we'll see how this pans out. But Google doing it too, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Who's so the I'm, who's the bully? I don't know. I, we have so <laughs> many giant corporations that make so many billions of dollars that I don't know who the little guy yes, is. Yes, and all of these other companies have their own proprietary platforms. Yeah. Is the thing too. <laughs> yeah. So tell it, give us a little background, Adam. Yeah. We we'll we'll get to that, the whole thing of 
the corporations owning the platform. So this has been going on for a little while. If you're just catching up, this controversy began when Epic announced that uh, on Thursday, it would offer a permanent 20% discount on Fortnite's in-game currency if players purchase directly from Epic. Epic included an in-game store for the mobile version of Fortnite, undercutting both Apple and Google. Uh, mm. So Epic player, Epic basically said players could not get the discount if they paid via Apple or Google. Um, they said, quote, currently when using Apple and Google payment options, Apple and Google collect a 30% fee and the up to 20% price drops do not apply. So they're, they're, mm. They said we're we're lowering our prices um, because Apple and Google won't do it for you. So just give us your money directly. But that goes against the terms of service in which they signed already for Google and Apple. Um, I, I will preface this whole story by reading about this: is I am on nobody's side in this whole thing. <laughs> These are all billionaires yelling at each other. Uh, I don't I don't see any world where anyone outside of these companies have anything to really gain. But I want to actually get to that point later. There's maybe, maybe one, but I don't think Epic's really doing it for the reasons that I wish they were. So uh, the company went on to say uh, that uh, basically F you because hours later, Fortnite had vanished from Apple's app store and Epic responded with a lawsuit immediately. And they put out that video. I don't know if you guys saw it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's yeah, a throwback to 1984, 1984 <laughs> which was Eight. a throwback to the Apple. Uh, yeah. yeah, the commercial yeah. Apple did in 1984, directed by Ridley Scott. Basically that no saying, one under the age of 30 remembers. No, I mean, I it, it is a, it's a part of history, you know, but. Sure. No. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, there's a, a quote here by basically saying that uh, it says, uh, Apple's removal of Fortnite is yet another example of Apple flexing its enormous power in order to impose unreasonable restraints and unlawfully maintain its 100% monopoly over the iOS in-app payment processing market. This is Epic saying in its complaint, uh, which was actually filed uh, in the U.S. District Court of Northern District of California. It requested an injunction to prohibit Apple's allegedly anti-competitive conduct and to mandate that Apple restore competition. Uh, So as you said, James, earlier, um, Apple owns the platform. They own the hardware. They own the platform that you're on. So typically when you get into that that world, you have to play by the rules. Epic feels that they are big enough that they don't need to abide by those rules anymore. Um, and they're making the argument that this is this sets a precedent for everybody. So we're trying to be the good guy for everyone. We're trying to be a martyr in this situation. So uh, sorry, I know you I know you just explained it, but the so the situation is if you have Fortnite on your, I'm I'm very admittedly very ignorant on how it works. Yes. If you have an Epic account, right, you can log into your Epic account and you can play Fortnite on your desktop. But if you're on the bus and you want to play Fortnite, you log in through your phone to the same Epic account and then you play Fortnite on your phone, right? More it's the or same less. Yeah. Interface. It's, it's the same. It's it's across you cross cloud save whatever account. Uh, I believe so. Yes. But the payment structure changes. So if you want to play it on a mobile platform, you have mm-hmm. to use Apple and Google's purchasing store. So uh, if you want to buy V bucks, if you want to yeah. buy V bucks, then you, and you're going to want to do it from your phone, then you have to go through Apple pay or whatever, yes. right? In the app they're, store. They're, yeah. But what actually, happens if, if there's a deal on the Epic store and then you go, you is this what happened? And then you can just go on your desktop and then buy the deal on your desktop, and then it loads that currency in your phone, right? Epic is it's not allowed; is not supposed to have a in-app store in their app. All of it is supposed uh-huh. to go through Apple's uh, uh-huh. platform and Google's platform. They they had this issue, I want to say about three years ago, when they were trying to get Fortnite on mobile. And they said, we don't want to pay the the Google tax. And so they actually were having people sideload the game, which is a way of, you can install basically any app on your Android phone if you want to. It's not recommended because you're opening yourself up to malware and other uh, mm-hmm. issues. But if you're safe and you know what you're doing, it's not that hard. You could also go through the Samsung store. So Apple's a lot different than Google in this regard, where Google is a little bit more open, not as much. They're just trying to make something that's a bit more cohesive for people who don't want to live in the Apple ecosystem, but they do mm-hmm. allow third parties to have their own app stores. So, uh, okay. What's it? Amazon has one. Samsung has one. Those are allowed. Apple would never allow so, that. 
So to put this in terms that I would understand, Marvel Puzzle Quest. <laughs> you want to buy hero yes. coins from Marvel Puzzle Quest. You press, I want to buy hero coins, and then it takes you to the app, Apple payment system, and then Apple takes your money, and then it unlocks the hero coins on your phone, right? Yes. But what Epic is saying is just go to the Epic store and then bypass Apple and then you can then basically get the same hero, say equivalent of hero coins on your phone. Yes, That's, and they it's they, interesting. Oh, good. No, no. I was like, well, they also they knew what they were doing. They weren't they weren't you know ignorant to this fact. They weren't like, hey, why hasn't anyone tried doing this? They knew it was against the terms of service. They knew it mm-hmm. would create um, a schism essentially, and mm-hmm. it would cause an uproar. And because they had a lawsuit ready to go, they knew this was going mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah. 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 It's just interesting because there have been situations in the past where I have played Marvel Puzzle Quest and there was a feature that allowed you to share your save across because there's a Steam version of the game. Yeah. And you could, some people, now it's locked out, but I was one of the early adopters of this game, so I was able to link my Steam to my phone. So theoretically, if I make a change on Steam, the Steam version of the game, it will update to the phone version. And I don't know if I should be saying this, but there have been times where they've had sales on Steam that are exclusive to Steam that I've been able to partake in that like give you some crazy, crazy percentage off Steam sale that they never have. They never have an app on your phone. Yeah. And then I'm able to I, I bought that deal and then it gave me the equivalent currency on the phone is that like a similar situation to this yeah so what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm reading in chat um this uh, also forgive my ignorance i'm i'm covering this mostly just from a uh, a purely epic v apple google situation um i don't play Fortnite enough on enough platforms to know that if i buy something on my pc if it will then transfer over to my phone the idea i think there too is that a lot of people don't have uh beefy PCs to play their game on. And, you know, a lot of kids just play mm-hmm. Fortnite yeah. on their phone. That's and what you have access to. Yeah. So it, I, I'm like, sure, if if that option exists, that might actually exist in some way. I'm that that to me is not as big of a deal. I think if that that's like you can go, it's more of this is epic putting its foot down and saying we're fighting for the little guy, though. I do not believe that they are. Yeah. I think. Gotcha. Well, and also this, like if you're buying it directly through the Epic store, Epic's not giving a cut to Apple by using their store. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Th- th- that is, th- that is the argument uh, Epic has been making for a while by saying that, you know, platforms like windows um, allow for this exact sort of thing, but it it's, Microsoft didn't make the computer I'm using right now. They well, could have. There are surfaces and, and they have the app, they have the, the store, yeah. you know, they have the Windows store, but you don't have to use that. Well, and, and now even Microsoft is having its own battle with Apple because Apple came back and said, well, we know we can't have Game Pass games come through the Apple store. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, ev- sim- everyone's, same with Facebook. Too. Like it's just everybody's mm-hmm. having this same kind of showdown with Apple where they're getting really protective of the platform. They're saying, if you don't abide strictly by our rules, you cannot operate within it, mm-hmm. which I understand. I mean, I understand it's a terms of service thing. Mm-hmm. I guess Apple has it within their right to say, if you don't want to abide by what our service requires of you to do, mm-hmm. but it does feel a little bit like Apple is changing the rules maybe to secure a monopoly. Gotcha. That's yeah. So this is, a little bit. well, Apple has rejected your claim, Elise. <laughs> I know they have. <laughs> uh, uh, so they've actually been part of a antitrust lawsuit going on right now. Uh, this started with other uh, distributors like Spotify basically saying that Apple gives their own app, their competing apps, a priority on the app store. So, hey, do you want Spotify or Google Music or I guess YouTube Music now? Um, well, they're going to float Apple Music above everyone else and Basically, Apple said, no, that's not true. Uh, They do not act in an anti-competitive manner. They actually hired an independent research firm to publish a report showing that 30%, the 30% cut that it takes uh, is standard across 
all digital marketplaces and that the stuff that they're doing is perfectly legal and perfectly fine, except they're the only ones who actually know that information. <laughs> so it, can we can we do the thing where we finally say that independent research firms that you hire for a hundred million dollars <laughs> are probably not as independent as you may have liked them to be like the the information they gather that might be unbiased or that might be more uh, analytical. But mm-hmm. the way they present it to you, and I assure you, the way they sit down and and put you through the slideshow, because I have been in these meetings where an independent group comes in and explains something to the group to like make them see. It's so sugarcoated, and there's no way someone's going to be like, I made a big mistake. When you're going through one of the, even if you made a horrific mistake, I never see a point where they, everyone goes like, ooh, this is bad. This is bad. Because it's like, you know, <laughs> you are isolating... 98% smile, thumbs up, of all of your viewers. Or like, you know, like, <laughs> what, yeah, yeah, what we're observing is Rock'em Sock'em robots with billion dollar corporations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really yeah. hard to feel like you're, one of them is the underdog yeah. in this situation. The, yeah. the, the only sort of similar comparison I can make that I think we, we could possibly see here. So Twitch is a, is a perfect example. If you are a, it's not a perfect example. It is an example. Uh, if you are a Twitch streamer, you're a, you're a, a, a up, up and coming who, uh, you know, somebody Twitch will take 50% regardless of your, your subs. But if you get to this upper echelon, this pre doctor disrespect level shroud, all these guys, mm-hmm. they will renegotiate and take less to incentivize you to stay because you're making so much money for them. Mm-hmm. That is what Epic's looking for. They're basically saying, I'm, I'm playing sort of devil's advocate, not really. Apple is trying to be fair by saying it's 70-30 across the board for everyone, no matter mm-hmm. what. And Epic's saying, but we make so much money. Why don't you give us mm-hmm. uh, you know, beneficial treatment yeah, or preferential treatment? Yeah, we're a huge treatment. client. It benefits you to have us using your platform, even if at less. Right. And... Epic is taking the gamble of saying we, we would rather lose all that revenue than give up 30% of it, which mm-hmm. is once again, my, my opinion on this whole thing is these are all billionaires with their own ecosystems that I have no, whatever my opinion on it doesn't sway it one way or the other. It's, it's like Apple created the app store. This is the, this is the deal everyone signed when they made it doesn't mean i have to like it but that if it's like if you want to be on a apple product you have to play by the rules that is the dystopian cybernetic future we live in uh Mm -hmm. to to be to make you know make it somewhat fun but it's not uh yeah i just i I do wonder if if there are other developers who are are looking at this the same way the sad truth of it is the cost of technological advancement and when you put that advancement in one basket like that's kind of where we are at the Twitch example is a, is a great example that you you mentioned but the truth about Twitch is that the reason they can give a bigger streamer a better deal is not necessarily because the uh is not necessarily because they're trying to incentivize them to stay while I'm sure that's how they phrase it the truth of the matter is a bigger streamer who gets more viewers and has more subs and is generating more met revenue is probably more likely to pay for themselves and the services that Twitch is providing by creating that platform and the effort that goes into making a streaming site that works that anyone can use and a chat and like all of those systems than someone who streams to a smaller audience. Like Mm -hmm. they are probably offsetting the cost. They need to charge the smaller audience more. It sucks. But this is why you need to put the systems in place that protect the little guy in most situations because the truth of the matter is in that a capitalistic world the little guy doesn't offer as much value as the big guy and if all you're counting are the dollar signs then the streamer who only streams for you know five people or whatever you know infrequently and you know they their streams are amazing and they put so much effort into it but they just don't have a huge audience they're probably not paying for the cost that it costs to stream them you know, if that makes sense, you know, Twitch yeah, is yeah, probably I, losing money on them. Yeah. Same, same thing with sounds. YouTube and their, uh, you know, people who like, check it out, eight hours of bird watching video. And it's like, I don't know if that made that money back. Um, or, you know, 
looping video of Bill Paxson saying funny thing for eight hours. Like that's YouTube mm-hmm. probably losing money on it, but it's made up somewhere else. But that's what happens when you create a platform that is free. I'm using the, yeah. The, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's not free. It's there. You are, you are the product. They're using, they're mm-hmm. tracking your data and all that fun stuff. Anyway, so this all got really interesting on a- Monday. This was on August 17th. Uh, Apple informed Epic that it will terminate all their developer accounts and cut Epic from the iOS yeah. and Mac development tools. I was just uh, going to bring that up because uh, that, that kind of was what felt to me like a little bit of the little guy getting punched down at in this. Yeah. You know, so in, in a, case a little you bit. Forget. Yeah. Because Epic makes the Unreal Engine, which uh, mm-hmm. anyone from small indie developers to big budget AAA games use. It's a it's a very robust engine and it's uh, very much used. The 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 alarmist wants to look at it and go, oh my god, they're taking the tools away. It would just those tools are typically if those games are developed, they're developed on a PC or a Mac. Uh, they're not developed on a phone. Yeah. Typically. Uh, so wonder, that, that, that doesn't mean it's going away. Yeah. But. A lot of a lot of the games that were being referenced were console or PC platform before being ported to uh, mobile. But a game like like Infinity Blade, that's mobile only, right? Yeah, but also hasn't been updated for. I think it's been long forgotten. Basically, it, it Infinity was, Blade was, Three was the last one, right? If that even came out, uh, it may have ended with two. It's I been a while since I've. I, I still have it. Thank, thankfully, it's. Uh, I bought that game when I first got an iPad. Um, yeah, none of none of game. the games referenced were like direct to mobile developed um, games. No, yeah, most everything has been ported. But then, uh, yeah, I mean, it, they're basically saying you need to remove your tools from ios and mac but those games could basically theoretically still be updated on a pc and ported over using uh it's coco or maybe they don't use coco anymore what it's called it's it it's been a while since i followed uh mac programming but regardless that that was i think uh apple's sort of trump card in that that statement of saying like okay well if you're gonna play hardball we're gonna play really hardball and now it's just it's the bigger wad of cash being thrown lawyers are going to be so rich yeah after this we don't have wars anymore this sounds dramatic but we don't necessarily have i mean there are obviously places where war is happening but i'm saying like we don't have world wars anymore but what we have are giant corporations waging legal war and those corporations will one day be waging war for resources when as the earth continues to digital resources does this affect people that already had fortnite like were people getting it removed from their devices and no they they, if you already have it downloaded it's already there it just cannot be updated uh so yeah so remember remember when thor was playing fortnite in avengers endgame it could theoretically still exist it just won't be updated it would just be He's just playing an old version five yeah. years later because uh, Cliffy B was snapped up. I'm I trying know. to picture it, but all I see is a mushroom cloud. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just my brain. Uh, well, uh, we're still watching this fun story as it develops. Um, I'm once again kind of more curious how smaller developers feel about this if they think the 70 30 split is fair or they think maybe it should be changed obviously more money's better but um i'm curious i'm always kind of curious uh what what the what the average joe has to mm-hmm. has to go through with the sort of stuff not the uh the giant the billionaires. gaming elite oh Mm-hmm. The what? <laughs> uh, I thought you were. I thought you were referring to us, the gaming elite. Yeah. Ah, yes. That's how I referred to us. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about some more that's game why, stuff. That's why the only the only games I play are on UPlay or on my Ouya. The only uh, the only okay. Uh, let's see what other the I only email I use is my uh, Angel Fire address because okay. I I'm off the grid, Adam. You see, I'm off the grid. Right, because I'm not part of this whole this thing. You, whatever you guys are fighting down Earth, I'm I'm out in the clouds. Okay, I'm off oh. the grid. Okay, using angel do, fire. Do you have a phone? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. Quick word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. <laughs> Good one, Uncle Bob. Well, let me end this call and do an ad read now. That's right. I've got a Mint Mobile hat on. Why? Because when I got my first cell phone with one of the big wireless providers years ago, I hated my monthly bill since that time. 
But guess what? I discovered there's another option that could give me the premium service I'm used to at a fraction of the cost. That's right. I could cut my wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month and save hundreds of dollars a year by switching to Mint Mobile. Check my hat. Unless you're an audio listener, I'm telling you I have a hat on. For anyone out there who's looking to save without sacrificing service, switching to Mint Mobile is a no-brainer. How are they saving all this money? Well, guess what? They're online only. They don't have any brick and mortars, any retail stores. So they're not paying rent. And they're passing that savings on to you. Okay? You've heard this before. I've been talking up Mint Mobile for a while now. I have been using it. And guess what? No change in service. Why? Because everybody's sharing the same satellites. They're just charging different prices for it. So guess what? You shouldn't be paying more for the same thing. It doesn't matter which provider you go with, it's going to be about the same. So go with Mint Mobile for just 15 bucks a month, alright? Guess what? You say, okay, John, and you sign up for it, and you're not satisfied? You're not 100% satisfied? Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guarantee. That's right. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash dude. That's mintmobile.com slash d-u-d-e dude. All right? Cut your wireless bill down to $15 a month at mintmobile.com. Dot com slash dude. Oh, Hankle Bob. Yeah, the ad read went great. And we're back. What's your question, Elise? Let me ask you this, James. Mm. Has Adam ever tried to maybe slip a tracker on you somewhere? Here's the thing about GPS trackers. You don't know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you're not off the grid as much as you mm. think. We know We know he's got... Did you underwear track me? It's the it's the best way to be certain of mm-hmm. of a person's location because if you put a tracker in their hand, they can reach their hand away from their body. But if the tracker's <laughs> in their butt or in that general area, it's where they are. Mm. So I'm just saying, just note to anyone Wait, he's watching, he's got a history with it. If you're gonna track, I, track in the butt. <laughs> I, I have I have no interest in tracking anything. Mm. I, you remember when Google sent you that email? And they're like. By the way, we've been tracking you this whole time, mm-hmm. but now we're telling you. Yeah. Here's a map. Here's where you went. And you're like, oh god, yeah. They look at everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no one, no one's off the grid. That's just that's just how it is. Uh, I am. No, I'm you're not. Grid. You're you're on the yeah. internet right now. Your IP address is being broadcast. I know where you live. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Hey, let's talk about some other gaming news. Uh, remember that game Hades, made by Supergiant nope. Games. Yes, actually, yeah, they they uh, roguelike. Yes, it is uh, coming Great to Switch. Game. That's Big. a perfect place for it, probably. Mm-hmm. There's and so many games that I'm constantly like, that looks cool. Oh my god, I wait for it to come to Switch. No, uh, no Pyre yet. The other game that they made. That's actually the mm-hmm. one I was most looking forward to coming to the Switch. Ooh, but uh, uh, Hades Roki, will have that just... crossplay. So or not crossplay. You you'll be able to transfer your save, cloud save. So that's pretty cool. You only I played a lot of Hades. The only thing is you can't beat it, right? Like, isn't it an unbeatable game? Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, because they kept adding new worlds, and they're like, oh, now we added a new god and a new world, and it was always the voice acting. And the art design of that game were just like, just fantastic. Mm. Um, but I remember thinking like, oh, but no matter how good I am, I'll never beat this. That's my only. That was me standing over your shoulder. <laughs> oh, right. That. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I, I do. I do love this game. I hope more people get to check it out. I know it was an Epic Games uh, exclusive going back to mm-hmm. that whole thing. Um, and finally came to Steam recently and now it's, uh, it's getting, it's getting this console love, which is good. I think it's, mm-hmm. I, I love super giant games. I, I think they've done mm-hmm. nothing but great titles ever since they started with Bastion. Uh, mm-hmm. I have been, I've been rooting for those guys. So I just, I always like to give them a little yeah. shout out. Um, they're, they're one of my favorite developers. I love them. Uh, and then Roki uh, and some, is another game what's the other that game? I'm waiting. Well, Roki just came out recently on Roki. Steam, I believe. It's just a beautiful little, you know. Yeah. I don't know. What? It's like a little game I would like to play. Well, what is it? What is it about? 
was about with a oh, little girl. Okay, spaceship. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway, but okay. like I, it's still TBD coming to Switch, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the trailer right now. Little girl, mushrooms, stuck in the woods. This is a coming of age story. <laughs> That's for me. Uh, okay, there's a giant bird I really in the want sky. Psychonauts on on Switch. The other day, I had a moment where I was like, "Why don't I own Psychonauts on Switch?" And then I realized it's because it's not available on Switch. Oh, phew! I would have been really embarrassed with myself, but I Thank feel like that'd be a great Switch game. Thank God I would have had to crack the glass, break out the emergency funds, mm-hmm. so we can get you that game that you own on three other platforms. How many times do you have to play it? Yeah, I'm curious. I don't think I actually own the PlayStation Two version of it. Was it? You're not a real <laughs> fan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of real fans, what uh, Arcane, uh, one of my other favorite developers, who is uh, just lost actually their head developer or their head uh, like their, the CEO, the guy who like founded the company, he left recently, uh, sadly. But their uh, newest title, Deathloop, has been delayed until twenty twenty one. This yeah. seems like it's going to be the trend a little bit for this fall season. Yeah, they were they were pretty upfront about it. They said uh, working under the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed the game's launch back until about April or June to 2021. I I was another another thing I was sort of curious about is like how game development has been uh, ramping down in uh, work from home situations. Which mm-hmm. there's my answer. It's uh, yeah. it delays a game about a year. So it's got to uh, be tough. I think just thinking through how hard it's been for us. And I can't imagine trying to be in a studio where you're working together to, mm-hmm. to make a game and you're handing off assets how, or working on a shared, shared yeah. server, how tough that has to be. Our game yeah. got in date, uh, delayed indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So. You had a game? Oh, that's a The Funhouse game. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, the Funhouse game. <laughs> it's on its um, way. Uh, I, I always um, drive by um, Sony Santa Monica, the God of War studio. Um, mm-hmm. There's like a Home Depot around there that I go to bit of a nicer one um but uh yeah i always wonder are they in there is it empty are they all working from home i don't know because also they haven't announced their new project it's got to work too but <laughs> <laughs> if i were to you don't guess, know that you don't know that i'm not a betting man but yeah. it could be that black and white game I, unfinished, I'm, unfinished swan, swan too they oh. might say they're gonna finish it we're finished swan? It's called unfinished swan too we finish in it I, I like to imagine that meeting where Mr. Sony and uh, Corey Bar- Barlog are in a meeting. They're like, God of War is a runaway success. It has made us millions of dollars. What do you want to do? Anything goes, Swan! <laughs> <laughs> I want to make Swan. Like, I want to finish uh, that Swan. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that, was, that was his uh, his white whale was finishing the mm-hmm. Swan. So mm-hmm. that's... Uh, yeah, uh, another uh, Sony, actually speaking of Sony games, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is getting a free online co-op mode later this year. How does that How does that entice I mean, you? I'm interested in that for sure. I wonder how like restrictive it's going to be. Because I feel like that game is pretty much a go anywhere, do anything kind of vibe. So the idea of yeah. now there's an online co-op, that seems like that adds a ton of variables, but... It, it actually does. Uh, they, it, it depends on the amount of people you're playing with. So from uh, Darren Bridges, the senior game designer at Sucker Punch, he explained in a post on the official PlayStation blog how players will choose from different classes and play with groups of two to four in missions built exclusively for co-op. So depending on how many players you have, you'll get access to different missions. So if it's just you and a friend, then you can try out a series of co-op story missions and do a lot of combat. Um, And then if it's three friends, you can do wave base. And then if it's four players, it's... um, they said there's a four-player raid, which is being added shortly after uh, oh, wow. Legends oh, is released. So you say Helm's Deep. I would love to do some some co-op story missions in that game. Yeah. I think it'd I mean, be a lot of fun. I mean, uh, so many... I, I didn't beat it, but so many of those missions are go to somewhere, meet a guy, and then walk alongside them for 20 minutes until you're attacked. You know? <laughs> it's like being a woman in 2020. <laughs> Where are you you're, walking? You're, <laughs> I got you're my... Just... You tell me? You check in my underwear. <laughs> it's sort of... Sort of my ap- apprehension of getting into that game, of knowing that it, it is a open world game, mm-hmm. and that you're inevitably that's like I know um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn just came out on PC, and I'm just like uh, the mm-hmm. same reason I kind of stopped playing that game was yep. it's the same it yeah it's that that I that was... in anxiety you feel when you see how big of an open world is and it's like go here go here and how much of it is it just me walking next to somebody and I... but your friends keep yeah. you grounded. 
your friends keep you grounded. Oh, well, the process, that's the thing though. The prospect of a large, wide open world is way less frightening to me when you know that you can do it with friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, but it's, you know, because Horizon Zero Dawn was, I want to try and get and do it maybe on PC or something. But yeah, I think the time from when I was able to access the map to when I stopped playing was like an hour. Like oh. I played the beginning part of it and then I did like the map. Well, also there's like a cutscene that's 45 minutes before you actually get to pick up the controller. But like there was a map brought up the map and I went, oh, it like felt like the wind got knocked out of me. And then I uh, and then I shortly thereafter, I was like, OK, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to play this game mm. anymore. That was me standing over your shoulder as I put your hand into a bowl of warm water <laughs> yeah. every night. And then I whisper, you can't play. Just so you know, if I'm awake when you put my hand in the water, <laughs> you will pee. I yourself. still will pee myself. Yeah, I'll just be staring at you. <laughs> are there any games you guys are playing together? I was trying to think of something that, like, Jess and I can play that's not just like a Jackbox game. Uh, no, no, okay. but it's not. Uh, what could you play together? Uh, I will say, like, has Jess just like sat down and played Fall Guys? Like, have you guys just kind of? Because you could, you could play Fall Guys together. Yeah, yeah, we we played a little bit of a turns. battle block theater whenever we could get it to oh, work. Oh, I oh, love battle great. block. Yeah, uh, that's a, it, a game. Yeah. I, I was thinking that actually, not that we would play it together, obviously, but we would take turns. Hellblade. Oh yeah, yeah. We just want to play Hellblade. Maybe four. <laughs> that's four she seemed like she'd be into like kind of like a Norse <laughs> mental illness kind of game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean that that's sort of like watching a movie i guess uh she liked it when i was playing ori she would watch that mm-hmm. but then she got sad when the uh anytime the baby owl showed up and he mm-hmm. he didn't look mm-hmm. so hot so uh yeah still haven't finished it it's actually that it is on feel my, like there my list is, it doesn't feel like there is much i was talking to john the other day about playing cuphead oh i feel like he he'd get real serious into it but i mean that's not exactly a new game i don't know i don't really know what there is out that's we like we've been we've been watching a lot of baseball. That's that's sort of been our. Uh, oh. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Adam, I'm not. I, I, I'm not really into sports, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I've got this? it, my friend. I've got it. Um, the game. Jess, as I know, like myself, is a huge Scream fan. And while this is not Scream worthy, I think you should just play Until Dawn with her. Interesting. I think she would she would get a great kick out of watching those teenagers get slaughtered. <laughs> if I know Jess, like I know Jess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that could be fun. That, that what was that game we played with uh, Josh and Nadia, the uh, the oh, the detective game. I've played it twice and I can never remember what it's called. <laughs> Some uh, someone in chat, Cerilios mentions a way out, which if you never played, is a very fun yes. game to play with yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great game. Yeah. Okay, I just it I I, I discovered recently that uh, baseball is the Netflix of sports. Um, you don't really mm-hmm. need to pay attention to it. You can just mm-hmm. have it in the background and be on your phone. And if <laughs> anything exciting happens, there's usually a replay. Yeah, you'll find uh, out. Yeah, so uh, we just been mostly watching like Dodger games because the uh, the season is so short right now. Um, and I'm not I'm theoretically not start. You could theoretically start a Gloomhaven campaign. I just I think Jess <laughs> until I think she'd get a, she'd be screaming at those teenagers. Uh-huh. <laughs> she'd love how cheesy it is. I think she would like it. You still talking about baseball? <laughs> yeah, she's good. <laughs> There's that other one too, the the Man of Medan. Man of Medan, which is getting a new episode in the next oh. couple months. Yeah, I like I someone know. put but it in no, chat. There isn't really Mad anything that I feel like you can sit down. I think she'd and... like the teen horror of Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Uh, we do enjoy those cheesy, uh, cheesy, scary movies sometimes. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. I really want to watch... Uh, the faculty again i don't know yeah why. chastity just, maybe you really want to watch it mm. <laughs> uh <laughs> well, we got this, uh, we're gonna come out of the end of this i'll let you do it but we're gonna come out of the end of this quarantine work from home isolation thing really with our just prefer everyone's preferences is gonna be all screwed up there's gonna be the people that are gonna lash out they're gonna they're gonna be like i've been confined so long that now i'm just gonna be bursting out of my shell yeah. like a <laughs> like a 26 year old virgin after having sex for the first time, right? They're just going to be like, this is the best. And they're just going to go crazy on themselves. Or there's going to be the people that would be like, I have decided that 
I don't want to watch new things, and the only thing that brings me joy <laughs> is Adam's family values. Like, you know, like <laughs> that's it's, that's how it's going to be. I realize it's a better life not going and visiting people and trying to find parking. I'm I'm definitely this. This will be my. Uh, I'll talk about it on the podcast next week. Um, but we we ordered a 3D printer. Um, okay. And that's going to be our, that's our new project right now. Cause of, uh, Jess's, you know, her side hustle. Um, mm-hmm. but like it, it was, it was the first time I think where we've, we've talked about something where my, uh, my want of tech and cool stuff matched her artsy nature. Uh-huh. Where I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I could put a 3d printer. Together. You could, you got wifi and you could, Oh, you could do all these cool things. And she's like, I just want to make <laughs> earrings. <a> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a, a black Panther mask is basically the answer there. So, Oh, cool. Interesting. Uh, yeah. You can, you can get them for like 200 bucks now, which is, or less. They're, they're black crazy. Panther masks. <laughs> the black, so that, that man, I went down, we could, we could talk about it later. I, I went down a rabbit hole this weekend looking into like the differences between, uh, what is it? Filament and resin and how mm-hmm. some, I watched a guy do a video where he had a $3,000 machine and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, I made this Black Panther mask. It was about a hundred dollars worth of resin. I'm like, dear God, I just want to, yeah. I just want to make a hook to yeah. hang a hammer from. One but, of our friends got one a few months ago, and that's definitely where the cost comes in is your materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're we're more kind of like looking to like just little arts and crafts. Like we have those um, uh, twists and crits statues that we had from years mm-hmm. ago that were it was clearly we. It was some company that was like they would charge you something crazy. We Here were looking at them. Hero Forge, yeah, yeah. Free, and free shout out to Hero Forge. <laughs> they, I mean, but uh, I realize now, oh, those were just 3D printers. Mm-hmm. Like the thing, they obviously they take a while and they're, they were really high quality, but I was like, oh, I never actually painted those, um, mm-hmm. painted painted my figure. So I might do that during this break. That's mm-hmm. how I'm trying to better myself. I'm learning arts and crafts. So when I come out of this, uh, I'll be weird. This is going to be good. <laughs> Weirder. <laughs> I Sorry, was talking weird. with uh, Katie Ward, who the Rooster Teeth community knows her from running RT Extra Life mm-hmm. um, alongside Jack Patillo. And mm-hmm. uh, she being Australian uh, and myself being Canadian, you know, we got all that great UK Commonwealth programming when we were kids. And we were recently talking about Art Attack, which is this show that was hosted by this dude named Neil. And I watched it religiously because I, when I was young, I did a lot of art and uh, on Art Attack, he'd be doing a ton of like little pro- like little projects. You can do them yourself, and mine always turn out so shitty. Like they're like <laughs> Neil, Neil would be like, he just put some PVA glue on it. He put PVA glue on everything. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. <laughs> I, I know that everyone in the Commonwealth will know what I'm talking about here, but yeah, Art Attack, and then and like and then he'd be like, just mash up mash up some toilet paper and put some PVA glue on it. That's not that's mm-hmm. not Neil. Yeah. Oh, and then there was the statue puppet. Yeah, Art Attack was awesome. Is this Adam, you should be the guy? new Art Attack I'll, guy. I'll check out. I did a couple of Bob Ross's, uh, like doing like like a like a surface uh, tablet drawing, and it, it turned mm-hmm. out pretty. Oh, this guy's cool. <laughs> 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 I want to be Art Attack. Uh, all right, we have a little bit of uh, stuff to talk about at the end here. A little Billy Joel teaches history, but before we get to that, a quick ad from our sponsor, DC Fandom. Take two. DC Fandom is hmm, take it up. DC Fandom is an unprecedented 24-hour truly immersive global virtual fan experience that's coming to you on August 22nd with no lines, no badges, and it is completely free to enter. DC Fandom is the first ever global celebration of the DC multiverse, covering the brand's biggest films, live action series, animated TV series, games, and comics. DC Fandom will feature over 100 plus hours of programming to celebrate the past, present, and future of all DC content through panels, behind the scenes access, user generated experiences, big reveals, and exclusives all within an immersive fan experience. I'm personally excited to see the game of Suicide Squad and the movie of Suicide Squad because it's coming from James Gunn, which really excites me. And of course, we'll get our first look at The Batman starring Robert Pattinson. This has me on the edge of my seat. I will be there. I hope you will as well. So once again, DC Fandom will be on August 22nd starting at 10 a.m. Pacific and will be accessible globally at www.dcfandom.com. See you there. 
And we're back. All right, we're closing out the show. I promised this last time. It was a huge hit. Just kidding. No one cared, but I'm going to keep doing it just in case there's four people who want this. There's one of my favorite songs in the world is We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Uh, it's an amazing song from the, the mid to late 80s. It's fantastic. You should listen to it. And I want to give you a little history lesson on every part of the song that he sings about. Silly of mm-hmm. me to think I'm going to have a job long enough to name every mm-hmm. part when I host the show every four weeks. Well, this is job security. They can't fire you until you're done, right? Exactly. That I'm going to point sense. to the podcast and say, but we haven't got uh, uh, JFK gets blown away yet. But on to the second part, uh, the second uh, pronoun on uh, Billy Joel's list, which is Doris Day. That's right. Doris Day. What was the first one? I forgot. It was... I'm quizzing you here. What was it? You were you were like well informed on the matter. What Roosevelt was? or something? What was it? <laughs> it was Roosevelt's vice president who took over for him. Who oh, right. Oh. It's Harry Truman. Thank you, Harry Truman. That's um, right. The song goes Harry Truman, Doris Day. And so I will quiz you every time. You're going to have to get it right. <laughs> to, okay. This is like you when you're learn- meeting new people in class. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Be- ton about doris day beyond i didn't like either her she, getting passively mentioned in pop culture ever and, and you kind of I, in my brain i see her as synonymous with like classic smiling housewife mm-hmm. you know doris yeah. day yeah. so I, I did a little bit of research just uh she she's actually very little controversy in her life she was an american actress singer and animal welfare welfare activist uh, she began her career uh, in a big band as a big band singer back in 1939, achieving commercial success in 1945 with two number one recordings. The songs were Sentimental Journey and My Dreams Are Getting Better All the Time. Uh, after that, she embarked on a solo career and recorded more than 600 songs from 1947 to 1967. Uh, and then she had a few husbands. But um, once again, the controversy wasn't really there. There was there was a lot of sadness in her life. She got a. She got knocked around a bit, but she kept her her head held high, and she was always Hollywood a, star. Is that her, knocked you, around. This is her obituary. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh well, she <laughs> got did knocked die. around. <laughs> she uh, died in 2019. So, Crazy. Yeah, she actually outlived her son, which was really kind of sad too. But they uh, they owned a hotel together for a little while, and it was uh, one of the first ever pet friendly hotels. That's how much she loved animals. Oh, so, I love you, Doris yeah. Day. But uh, yeah, she was uh, she was actually kind of a really cool individual who I didn't really know a lot about before doing research on this, and I will continue doing more research on her because uh, I am learning something new every day in history. Uh, and she actually died not too long ago. This was uh, May thirteenth, twenty nineteen, at the age of ninety seven. Uh, she unfortunately contracted pneumonia, and her death was announced by her charity, the Doris Day Animal Foundation. And per her request, the foundation announced that there would be no funeral. Uh, no grave marker, and there would be uh, no public memorial. And I, I they love fed her that. to the pigs. They fed her to the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. I, I've always said that when I die, I want to be as little of a burden as possible. Like burn me into ash and pour that ash See, into a child. The, 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 the burning, the, the fuel it requires to burn, it has a negative impact. So okay. you, the, the only, honestly, the only way, and this is what I want for myself, the only way is to just, when you're dead, they take your body and they throw it into the nearest alley. And just I let, think the let pod the that rest. you can get put in that becomes a tree is pretty neat. The pod? Like, I guess they stuff your corpse into a little... Yeah, it's like a bag, like a potato yeah. sack that they throw <laughs> I, I, some seeds in. in I, just, I, I, feel, I feel like being buried in the ground is just... It, it, it's just a waste of space. They put an apartment complex Well, but there. in this situation, yeah. you compose into the ground. That's I've fun. I've always thought about that, too, is like if... You know, if... I sort of feel like when you die, your body should just become part of the of every, of the every everything again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, if, you're put, if you're put in a coffin, you know, there's that... It's yeah, gonna take a little bit fun. longer. Yeah, yeah. I keep the I, it, rats out. I want to let the rats in. I just death. Death to me is one of those things that is we we make we try to make such a a beautiful thing when it's like no, nah, you're. I mean, this is this is just a shell. That the thing that makes me me, me is in here, and if that's not working, just throw it in the alley. I want to be donated to the U.S. military. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanna, Test what you need. Too many Test mannequins have been lost in yeah. the Nevada desert to atomic bombs. 
I want they either and honestly, you don't really get that much information from figuring out what it does to a mannequin. I I want to be I want to replace the mannequins in hydrogen bomb test sites. I want to be mm-hmm. donated to the U.S. military, but then my corpse does so well that I rise in the ranks. Oh, <laughs> tennis. <laughs> Well, there was that story, right, where the guy's grandmother was used. Yeah, and, horrible. Uh, yeah, or it's like, uh, I will donate my grandmother to the U.S. military because I love my country. Like, well, we're gonna bomb it. <laughs> we're gonna well, put what, it on. What do you think a- that she, wasn't she of the opinion she was getting donated to medical science? Yes, I don't know what uh, but then talking they were, about. But then, like you, you, you know, there was oh. there were two shoots: one that said medical science, and one that said you know bombing uh-huh. <laughs> so they, so the the headline is man horrified that army blew up mom's body after it was donated for research uh yeah it's an arizona man was appalled that his mother's body was blown up by the military after he thought he donated <laughs> it for medical research so you hate to see it but it can happen to any of us <laughs> you know it can happen and you uh, can you can rise in the ranks i don't think I don't, you're bombed you're out you're out kid I, yeah, look, I, I yes. laugh, but I laugh because it's so morbid. And also, I think it's yeah. funny because it doesn't matter. Once you're a corpse, you're a corpse. And I, I was going to say, I, if it were me, I would join the Marine Corps. That's the end of our show. Thank you, everyone, for watching Dude Soup today. If you want more of this type of content, check us out here every week where we just gab. We talk about whatever. It's kind of more of a laid back feel. And if you like it, tell a friend or many Make a friend. Why not? Make a new friend. Just call a random phone number and start a conversation. That's your homework for this week. We'll see you next time.